You're listening to Free Talk Live on the Vanguard News Network. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, good. Yeah. Alex, you there? Yeah, I'm here. And Yankee Jim? I'm still here. Good. I just wanted to explain that um, I had a chat message with Tom, and he had a a few uh, matters to take care of, uh, 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 personal matters to take care of, and and we've got him back on the line. And and before you left, Tom, we'll just uh, resume where we were. Um, I had a, a question. Uh, somebody called in with a, with a chat message. I can't find the, the the who that was just now, who sent it. But he said that he's um, encountered a lot of Canadians who uh, who have expressed a lot of um, uh, hostility uh, and um, see how do he word this. A lot of real anti-American sentiment uh, from Canadians, and and, and downright indignation, and and, uh, and you know hostility towards Americans as Americans. And you know he's a white nationalist, I suppose. I don't think he he mentioned anything racial, uh, but um, uh, where, where can you tell us where a lot of this comes from? I don't think I can say that. Like. Um Obviously, I don't speak for most Canadians, just myself. Right. Uh, but I would imagine it's partly from from the wars America is starting, right? Um, like the Iraq War and all I that. I mean, even even Americans uh, protest against the war, right? So, um, but really, I I don't know. It's it's uh, it's hard to say. Like I don't I don't hate Americans or dislike them uh, as Americans. I think. Uh, the way America used to be, at least uh, the Constitution, right. American Constitution, is superior to what we have. Um, I'd love to have the First Amendment. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know where it's coming from. Um, I met Canadians that that say they don't like Americans, but when I sort of chatted with them why, and it's it was hard to get an exact answer why. Maybe because they think Americans. Uh, they're so proud and, and and you know full of themselves or whatnot, but yeah, uh, I it's hard to get an answer. They're just they're angry because Americans don't think about Canada as much as Canada thinks about the U.S. Just by nature, this the size differential. It's kind of like Southerners are are always thinking about the North, but the North doesn't really think about the South in the U.S. Well, that's my opinion anyway. Well, anyway, we're glad to know that you're you're all right and back online. I think there were a number of people that were worried, uh, concerned uh, uh, about you. And yeah, I, I just I, maybe I should bring this up since I okay. had a little heated argument with with my parents. Uh, okay. Um, let's suppose, and Alex, this is directed at you. Uh, let's okay. say, uh, well, here's a little. I'm the one put your, put, for the put your ass on Canada, not you. Yeah. Hmm. What? I'm the one who thinks that Canadians ought to revolt. That's my opinion. Oh. I know it's uh, I, it in no way reflects on you or anything related to your case. Yeah. Uh, well, there. Let's say. Why shouldn't we? And, and that means uh, white nationalists, I guess, listening to this show. Uh, let's say. Uh, what if we consider you to be some kind of deep throat uh, operative? Who's trying to basically infiltrate the white movement uh, uh, over a long time? Just like, oh, let's say that that NKVD operative 
explain how how communists uh, infiltrated uh, the American school system over over decades. See, well, yeah, that's 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 my my parents are worried about me, and, and I I, oh, I guess well. they're 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 um just because uh they're a little older, right? They don't want to take those risks that that you know a young guy right. like me would take, and 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 I ex- try to explain to them that. Well, look at communist Russia. The, they were in much worse situation than, than we are. You couldn't say anything there, and the, you, they just killed you right there. At least now, you can sort of, in Canada even, you can yeah, still no, sort mean, of speak, right? So, but, but I'll explain. Like, I guess people are concerned. Like, you, you, I don't know you, like, personally. I, I, I've been reading VNN for a few years. I, I've been uh, on VNN forum. I, I've been on, well, on other forums like Stormfront and, and Canadian forums and, and websites. But well, sort of. You have to be concerned. Like I, I don't know you I personally. Like, you, 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 you could be. You could be this uh, deep throat there that that setting up for over years and then and, I don't know expose all of us. I don't know. Uh, I guess it's possible. I mean, you never know about anyone for sure. I can. Just so you admit you, you might be a. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said you should be. It's right to be suspicious of everyone. I'm. I am not. No, I've been harassed. I have not been thrown in jail, but I've definitely been harassed to the tune of uh, quite a bit of legal money. Uh, and luckily, we had some pro bono help with it, but I've been harassed for years by, uh, like I said, the EEOC creeps and kicked off of, uh, uh, you know, if someone were undercover, you assume the state would be subsidizing it in some way. No, we've been kicked off all kinds of servers because we were putting out information critical of the powers that be. But uh, So that's the truth. But I do agree it's right to be suspicious. It's not right to be paranoid. It's right to be suspicious of everybody. But... No, I stand behind. I'm using my own name, and I always have. I've I haven't used any pseudonyms. I don't write stuff under pseudonyms. Uh, my own name and my. Wait, 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 wait! There, I'm gonna have to books. catch you. I'm gonna have to catch you here. You used to uh, post a super taper. Oh uh, yeah, a couple. I did a couple times, but you know, maybe two or three posts. I mean, I also I did use another pseudonym once, but I don't make any kind of charges or taxes. I mean, 99.9 of what I've ever done was under uh, under my own direct name. So, so we agree that it's it's okay to be suspicious. Then should be suspicious of everyone. But mm-hmm. like I said, I I'm saying I'm putting forward my opinion under my own name. All right. So, you know, you you gotta you gotta be suspicious, but you gotta you know figure if something. I mean, I've done this for years, and I've said the same thing today that I was saying ten years ago in 1997, and. Uh, you used to work for a paper, right? Uh, or at least no. I used to I used to uh, be a trade journalist when I was on my own, and before that, I worked for a couple of conservative things. But I wasn't a writer for them. I worked with them. But <laughs> and I guess you I could mean, have I mean, a suspicion. I don't know what to say? You could have a lot. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's difficult. Google. I mean, you could have a suspicion over me, right? I mean, that's. It can go both ways. I mean, I you could, don't know me personally. I, I just, really, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a known entity. I mean, what I've said about myself, I've said exactly the same thing over years. I've operated under my own name uh, since pretty much day one. I mean, you could say I wrote, I did write blackout under a pseudonym, but you know, the the thing is, when people are using pseudonyms to attack other people, that's when you want to get suspicious. Now, if I wrote under a different name, but I'm I'm not making direct personal attacks or making allegations about other people. When I do that, I always do it under my own name, uh, so that uh, you know they can fight back and they can say whatever. It's just 
more honorable that way. But in general, I be, agree on being suspicious, but no, I'm exactly what I say I am. Your, you and your parents can rely on that. Well, okay. So anyway. And, uh, you know, any, anything that I say about Canada or what ought to be done, I mean, that's my own opinion using the First Amendment. And obviously people in Canada are not free to say exactly what they might think or they could be thrown in jail. So, no. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> we, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's dismaying and unfortunate. We have to kind of walk the line. And, and But, uh, no, I mean... And we're we're just not much more I can say on that front. People yeah. should be suspicious of me and of everybody else. Just it's it's a good mental habit because the, as your parents I'm sure know from Poland, you know these people do sneak around behind the scenes and they do uh, infiltrate things and they do set people up as we've seen in the case of Warman doing it. We know so, there yeah. are people out there like axe to grind. Yeah, and that's the name Warman was on there under. Uh, who are, you know, they're trying to, typically they're trying to bait people into making something that they can build some kind of case on. And uh, they seem to, they've gotten cases against most of the people who are active in Canada, as far as I can tell. So Sounds like sheer, to- just desperation. I mean, what kind of a case are you going to build, uh, you know, posting on, a, on an internet forum? I mean... What, what really can, what, what type of information could you possibly gather? I mean, you've got a, a big mouth guy, uh, y- you know, Yankee Jim from the Jew Infested Catskills, who gets on the on the forum and just writes what he thinks. Uh, well, you can't in, under U.S. law, but under uh, Canadian law, I mean, what you know, they can claim Tom Winicky said that you know minorities are committing most of the crime in Toronto or whatever whatever he asserted, and even if it's factually true, they can. Yeah, you're and you know what? Them to ridicule. Yeah, you know what? You just brought up a good point because um, I, uh, I think on my uh, signature or my avatar, whatever you call it, on the on this forum there, I think it's uh, it's it clearly states that I'm from the Jew-infested Catskill Mountains of New York. Now, Tomas, you couldn't even have that. That would be a, would that be considered offensive? If if you I'd were to strictly yes. point out, if there was an equivalent of the Jew-infested Catskills in Canada, and I'm sure there is, I I don't know where it is. I know Montreal. I mean, I've been to Montreal. I've been to Windsor, but other than that, I don't know too much about Canada. But but uh, what yeah. what's the relevant law and, and what is what are the terms of law? I thought it was like usually they have exposed to hostility or ridicule, and that's the problem because the, the it's not explicit, right? It's it's anything they don't like. Yeah. And so, then if so you try, uh, when I try to, when I try to force them to make it explicit, uh, they they won't tell you. They'll sure. just put you in prison for whatever. Uh, and that's the thing. I mean, there's this, uh, and it, there should have been a law against making overly broad uh, laws that that you can't really define. I mean, they're still they're still fighting over over meaning of words like like the Quebecois, right? They're, they're uh, what it means to be Canadian, what it means to be Quebecois, you know. And then if you can't agree on definitions of words, and, and uh, I mean, it's it's just absurd it to make laws based on undefined terms. And well then, then they can put you for effective, and, and the idea of it instills in you a fear is like, oh my God, if I cite crime stats about Toronto, is is that enough to put me in jail? And I heard from a lawyer, 
And I heard from a lawyer that police officers who were fired from their jobs just because they stated the obvious. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a fact. You, you cannot. Yeah. And let's not Tom state... Let's not yeah. state I, am, I, am I pronouncing your name right? Just, Tom, Tom you can just call me... It's actually okay. pronounced Tomash in Polish, but just call right. me Tom. Tom, just say okay. Tom. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Tom, if you were to uh, put on your signature like I do, uh, whatever the equivalent, let's say there's Catskills up in Canada where you're at. If you were to put on your avatar the Jew-infested Catskills of Canada, would that be would that be a crime? Would you have broken? I mean, would you? I'm sure you know people would say that they were offended by that, but would would that be like something that you'd go to jail for? I would say. Because I've heard all the rumors about. I would say yes, that that's probably enough for them to lay a complaint yep. against you. Yeah. See, that's a fact. That's they, can not use, any they can use arguments like, um, they can use arguments, even the Holocaust denial, for example. Um, in her ruling, Karen Jensen said that my Holocaust denying um, might have... Um, led others to believe that it wasn't true and then might have led them to uh, think that they were duped, right? And then might, uh, you know, have consequences for, you know, whoever. Um, yeah. So so they can sort of twist the law around any way they want. So it's enough for you to suggest something about yeah. some group X and that's enough. If someone doesn't like it, that's that's the really the, the way this section 13 works, which is why I urge anybody who can to help out Mark Lemire. This is this is a a case of a century, I think, to be fighting for to bring back the 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 common law premise where, where truth is your defense anywhere. Yeah, that's they just. I mean, they flat out stated during the what was it during the uh, Zundel trial. They, I mean, no, that was the, the, the truth is no defense. That was the Taylor or the Neely decision, I think. No, I think it was the Taylor one. Uh, okay. They basically said, but in the human rights tribunal hearings, and 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 criminal law, truth is still your defense. So that's something we can hang on to, I guess. Um, yeah. Until until martial law or whatever they institute next. Yeah, well, it's common. I mean, sure. my 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 biggest gripe is that people are simply still too ignorant. I mean, I don't even why why I bother. I mean, it's, it's just, it seems just like it's it's just me and everybody else is just happy to you know watch their like Canadians, right? We're proud to you know to to have the best hockey players and. And all that, and and, and what, what's hockey? I mean, it's what good does it do for civilization? I mean, Romans used to, you know, slack off and, and watch the gladiators. Yeah, I mean, well it doesn't produce it anything. It's just a waste of time. Well, it's the circuses of the of the 21st century. That's that's yeah. what it is. You know, like they've these, got the bread, the McDonald's. I'm sure you guys have plenty of McDonald's up there. You've got the oh, bread yeah. in the circuses. What else is there? You know, and then there's a few nuts like us scattered about who actually, you know, try to get people to see it the way it is. And it's unfortunate that they're <laughs> you can't even tell the truth up up there where you're at. You couldn't even point out that the Catskills were were infested. If you know, if, if, I mean that's a fact. Everybody knows that. Even the Jews goof on that here. They they goof on it as like a pride type thing. This is our area. Um, it's a fact, and you you couldn't even repeat it without breaking a law. That's you know, Tom, I I, I think your appearance tonight. I think the thing that you're trying to convey uh, 
you know, whether it's uh, uh, setting up our own communities, uh, the money system, um, the the Mark Lemire uh, case, uh, whatever it is, uh, you're. I think you're asking everyone listening tonight that is that is friendly to our movement to take their role uh, and their and their place and whatever influence they have with with their community or their family or whatever, you know, seriously and and use it in a serious way to, you know, to. to you know, uh, you know, use your influence to change things, uh, and and to fight this system in what way you can. And uh, you know, you're obviously talking about in Canada the Lemire case, uh, but uh, you know, doing it in other ways uh, through communities and so forth. Uh, uh, you know, you're you're trying to point out these very constructive ways of uh, of doing battle. I think that's the point you've tried to get across tonight. Is that is that correct? Yes. The, yeah. There are different strategies we can take. We can we can fight them in the courts. And like a, my case, right? I won an appeal. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and and whatever we do besides that, like working along with white nationalists to, to develop our own networks, uh, you know, support networks, so the government can't screw you too much, right? Eventually, whites will flock to it because they'll see it's it's better. I mean, if you're some white now, uh, a white man or white woman listening now, who's not a of white nationalist point of uh, person, like not white nationalist, uh, I mean, you you should join us anyway because the the life the life we the, the civilization that we will produce is is far better than than whatever you have here right now. Uh, so you should join us. You know, speaking of avatars uh, that Yankee Jim was missing, I always like yours. Come, uh, what's your your avatar on the forum? It says, "Come with us." I see passion in your eyes. You know, I took that. I took that from. Uh, uh, I like cartoons. I always did, and I still do. So, uh-huh. so if I get kids, I'll spend a lot of time uh, watching cartoons with them. But I took it from um, a cartoon. I think it's Canadian uh, one. I don't think they show it anymore. It's called the Raccoons, and, and uh, there's a theme song I really like there, and I took it from that. So basically, that's that's just that. But intended, of course, uh, you know, at, at whites. But yeah, we have to we have to organize and actually build real communities so so others can see them. Like I see the, what those uh, Mormons, what Mormons or uh, yeah. Is it is it them or is it someone? They're building those these whole communities. They're buying a lot a lot of land and they're building those. These big houses and they're, they're widely spaced apart. They're, they're not like stuck on top of each other. Uh, build, plant trees, and and, and 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 they have their own farms, and, and that looks beautiful to me. I'd join them if I could right now. You know what's so embarrassing about all this, from from our from our point of view, is is that you know whether it's the Mormons or it's the Arabs in Detroit. Oh, absolutely, the Arabs. I hear that they're starting to. Um, or let me just give one more example. Or if it's the homosexuals in California, they have their own neighborhoods. Uh, they have their own. They've influenced the political system. They 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 have seats on the city council that represent them as homosexuals, and and uh, and and so on. And this is really embarrassing. Yeah, uh, this this is putting us to shame because they yeah. have all that audacity or even boldness to to stand up and fight for what they believe in them. But there's so much more of us than them, and nothing's happening for us. At least not yet. 
I mean, Arabs are in Canada here. The, the, they want to uh, 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 create their own uh, uh, usury-free banks. And we, I heard an economist or banker on CBC Radio, and he was just uh, <laughs> peeved that, that they're, they're trying to build a, a, you know, a cheat-free system for themselves. <laughs> probably if they if they if they did, I'd probably go to their bank. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, can, you I personally I can see a lot of whites uh, uh, because we have no influence in our culture uh, converting to Islam uh, to give them some sort of meaning and shape uh, to their lives, and I, I think that's an absolute disaster for our race. Uh, but uh, you know, it's very incumbent upon all of us. Uh, to get serious and to and to work harder and press harder and uh, and and you know do do whatever it takes uh, find a solution because unfortunately what will happen is and and this is one of the things that when I when I heard you were being pr- prosecuted persecuted and prosecuted is that you know all I could think of was like you know they're just picking us off one by one and and they and they just took down uh, Tom Winnicky and you know and. And over here in the states, uh, I, I was one of them. I was one of them on the forum that felt very frustrated by what was happening to you. And I felt I felt very upset, and I felt like I couldn't do anything. And and one of the reasons why we couldn't do anything is because we have no power, and we're we're not organized. And and you know we do a lot of infighting. Yeah, like like again the Arabs, right? You look at the Arabs, and and yeah. You, uh, you just have to admire those people how how they're able to stand up uh, when when those uh, Mohammed cartoons came came out right yeah how how they rioted and, and, and you know stood for for their beliefs and, and violently opposed uh, you know this uh, demeaning of, of their culture I mean you, whites whites take so many slaps on, on the cheek and then they keep churning for another and another. Uh, this is absolutely what we're going to have to do, and we're going to have to have, I mean, I'm not here to pad your ego, Tom, but we're going to have to have more people like Tom and uh, and Brad Love and Mr. Barr, and uh, these are the other Canadians that are being uh, part of the dragnet in, in Canada that are being pulled under by the system, and Lemire, who will stand up and take the blows and show their face in public and on and on and on, and uh, because... We're not, we're not going to win without a lot more uh, Tom Winickies, and uh, it, it's just it's just you know we can all do what we can do. I mean, obviously, uh, not everyone is suitable for every role, but we need more people to come forward and say, "Yeah, I, I believe in these things. I, I I believe in our race, and I believe in our heritage. And I'm going to fight for them." And, uh, and you know, certainly you've done that. Sorry for the little speech yeah. there. No, that's okay. I was also thinking back to money. We need a, a lawyer. Maybe Edgar J. Steele. I caught him once on uh, RBN, uh, and I tried to discuss money, the creation of money with him. And, and he said that it is legal for you to create your own tokens as long as you don't call it money and start exchanging it. Like, say, for example, in Canada, Canadian Tire gives you... Canadian Tire money on every purchase you do, and you can. I hear now that, that it's kind of funny, but they're, they're exchanging it for for liquor in some stores. 
So, so it, it is legal somehow, as long as you don't call it money, you, you well, can you know, start doing it. Tom, what about that uh, that Liberty dollar? I know the feds have recently been busting down on people who use that as kind of a private silver silver coins. Do you know Liberty about that? Liberty dollar? That sounds more yeah. like U.S. than than Canada. It, it is, it is, but it's this, it's an attempt to get real money back into the system. And I guess some retailers would take it, and then the Department of Justice cracked down on it, saying that only the only the printed dollar is legal tender. It was just a it was just a, a form of harassment the government did. They they didn't actually do anything to anybody, but they just they just tried to scare people away from it. And what the Liberty Dollar is, Tom, is a is a is, you can go to norfed.com, I believe it is, and is it's an economist, and he is created a a silver backed money and so uh in essence every every uh every dollar is backed by a dollar's worth of silver in essence and uh and stores little stores here and there are taking this money and uh and and uh and and of course basically this was uh what what Alex was referring to was it was just a little little piece of harassment by the system to scare people away from it no i'm not aware of anyone ever actually being charged with anything uh but you know they just you know a couple couple newspaper articles are inserted in the paper or something like that and you know all the soccer moms uh and and so on and and the sports uh the sports people they get frightened away of it right yeah, common. I say that's common practice among governments to, to scare the people. You know, yeah. be li- your little obedient sheeple. Uh, yeah, I'm you know, sure. Just pay your taxes and shut up. I'm sure that sort of thing worked very well when the when the Soviets were were running Poland. I mean, it didn't take very much to, you know, uh, send out the message: don't do this sort of thing, right? You know, n- no one necessarily had to go to jail, right? You just used a little bit of intimidation, right? And you yeah. know, uh, it's going to take you know, in the Polish example, it's going to take something like a solidarity type movement uh, among whites, uh, you know, to, to stand up to this. I don't know if you know, but the the founder, the alleged founder of Solidarity, uh, Lech Wałęsa, uh-huh. he quit. He quit the part, he quit the Solidarity because he, he he said it became too conservative for him. Was this uh, was yeah. recently? And it yeah, I just few months ago. Yeah, I think I saw I think, that. I think he was an infiltrator from the get-go. Uh, he was an infiltrator? That's what I believe. Uh-huh. Well, the Solidarity Movement did have some positive effect in Poland, did it not? Absolutely, it did. Yeah. The, 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 you know, like, uh, Poland is still very conservative. Like, the European Union is trying to push that uh, homosexual agenda, uh, and the Minister of Education won't have any of it. Yeah. Uh, he told them to basically, you know, fudge off. Uh, good. Which I, I thought was uh, pretty good. Um, so there's some things they want to do. Uh, there's some things they still can't because Poland still has that really strong Christian uh, heritage that uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna you know destroy anytime soon. But but they're, they're trying. Like like in Poland, it's up. Op- I guess in Russia too. If they try to have some homosexual parade, it's like uh, hundreds of uh, skinheads and then few. Uh, Few homosexuals here. It's the other way around. There's just hundreds of them, and just few of us protesting them. Uh, so it's you know, the reverse. You know, it, is, it is interesting. Something you brought up earlier in the program about, 
you know, how in Poland and and you know, I've thought about I've thought about the old the old Soviet bloc quite a bit. You know, when I'm kind of just by myself thinking, and and you know, in the, like you were saying that you know people didn't get in trouble normally in Poland for saying the wrong things because everyone somewhat knew what to say and what not to say. But in Canada today, you're never really sure where the boundary is. It's always kind of shifting and it's it's kind of mobile, and so you know you never know exactly you know where, where the ground where the soft ground is and you know where the hard ground from the soft ground is and. You know, another thing I thought about in the, in the Eastern Bloc, um, you know, I'm not aware of any of the communists actually trying to destroy uh, Poles or Czechs or or any other type of people racially. And uh, in my opinion, uh, I don't want to get off here into too dangerous of a subject, but in my opinion, through uh, you know immigration legislation, many governments uh, are trying to damage. And replace uh, the current populations of their nations. Yeah, you know, like like Sweden is, is they're, they're they're pretty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I'm I'm not aware of any of a, of any plans by an Eastern Bloc nation to actually do that. I think it's mostly because they're actually poor. Okay. They, they don't they don't I don't think they see an incentive uh, to to go to Poland. I, I heard. Uh, Let's see, my parents and my sister, they, they were in Poland uh, a few years ago, and they said there's uh, quite a bit of Ukrainians in Poland looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, it, I guess it's always true that people are gravitating to the more successful to make themselves better. It's like if they're capable of uh, making better civilization, then they, didn't, they wouldn't need to move, right? Yeah, but, you know, my... my so uh, at the same time, at the same time, like, they may be... Good people, but but they may be held back by the governments, right? You know, my my point is is, is yeah, I agree with what you're saying, and and that's a natural incentive. But my point is maybe like in the 70s or 80s, uh, you know, when 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 the communist governments were pretty you know stable and and somewhat secure, you know, if if they if they were truly evil, or they were evil, but uh, you know, uh, there was never a plan to say import uh, 30 million Vietnamese into uh, into um, let's just say Hungary. Uh, yeah, that's that's odd. Like, why wouldn't they do that? I, I don't know. Yeah, and 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 you know that, 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 that would be truly extent. diabolically evil. They but, did a little of that. Yeah, a little of it. Yeah, I think maybe there was some on the margins. Uh, but uh, you know, that's that's what I'll speak for the United States. Uh, that's what the United States is doing. You, you know, I mean, they're doing something more diabolical than even than even the 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 communist governments in the sixties and seventies did to their own, to their own people. Uh, the, the sheer level uh, of, of evilness uh, 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 is, is uh, in my opinion, in the United States right now, uh, what, the, what the government is doing is, is just downright evil. It, it's more diabolical than, than, than uh, much of went on in the old days of the Iron Curtain. I'd say, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, you mentioned, Tom, that uh, the need for, for rate, what, what is the term that you mentioned here? Um, racial hygiene, and, and yeah, how, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I kind of invented that, but yeah, and how? Yeah, how, it makes sense. I mean, and how important that that is, uh, and and uh, you know how it can damage even six generations back. I'll even I'll even go further than this. Okay, uh, like I, I I'm not gonna suck and blow. I even believe that whites among themselves ought to segregate. You you have 
very clear example. You have schools for gifted children. Mm-hmm. I mean, you cannot imagine, even if you're like a communist or listening to this, just imagine for, for a minute that there's advanced race uh, of aliens coming to Earth, and, and their lowest IQ, say, is around, well, 180 or 170. And 170 is among people is like super genius, right? Those mm-hmm. are people like Tesla who can uh, imagine, I don't know, rotating magnetic fields in their head and, and they can m- pretty much construct mechanical devices in their head and then make them f- for real and they work exactly like they, like they, like they simulated them in their brain. Th- those are super geniuses, but imagine that the super advanced race comes over here uh, with 170 IQ at the lowest and the smartest people may, may be like 250 or something. Obviously, those beings will come here and, and take over. They will build a superior civilization. Their, their schools will be so far superior that our best students couldn't possibly begin to uh, <laughs> pass their first grade, or, right? So even among whites, I believe that, and we still have, when we actually practice it with, by sending our parents who, who note that their, their kid is gifted, they send them to, to school for gifted children where they can get superior education. And, and so even among ourselves, we ought to segregate Based on based on behavior, based on uh, you know intelligence level, like you you can't have let's say eighty IQ morons. Uh, no, I, sitting I on agree welfare. with you. Society ought to be uh, very strongly linked vertically. That is, uh, you know, uh, the best of our race rises to the top. But you know, like in like in the feudal system, uh, each each particular layer uh, owed an obligation to those both below it and above it. And so, you know, society remained intact, right? Because each each particular sort of level in society, uh, those above would owe uh, would would owe um, uh, those below would owe service to those above, but those above would also uh, provide work uh, and and whatever. So society held together on on a number of different planes. And of course, medieval society lasted for eight or nine hundred years. And uh, and you know I, I agree with you. The best of our race should rise up and lead. Uh, we're in, we're in a very dangerous situation now in the United States, and that and that we have a we have a uh, an elite, uh, and uh, I, I I can't really they're kind of an anti-elite. They're kind of a, they're kind of a negative image of an elite that are actually out to destroy the very people they govern. Uh, and you know, I'll, I'll well, they're a hostile elite serving their own interests. Yes, cut exactly. Off our head. They, they, they've always decapitated Aryan countries. Been Poland, no better than anywhere else, almost. You know, like Katyn Forest and shoot them. Yeah, and then replace it with their own bot leaders, their own second raiders like Ann Coulter and Bill O'Reilly, and, and have so that they have a face that appears to be our head, but it's not. It's it's a it's it's, it's their head. It's serving their people. So we here at VNN constitute the, the attempt to form a new. Head to lead the Aryan body, political body. I guess and we could, or you specifically, could call yourself the, the new American founders, like like along the lines of Jefferson and Washington. Well, we, you know, I mean that that in the way you are, I think that that's a we very are. I would never say that because yeah. you know they were they were far smarter and bolder than we are, but at the same time they were men just like we are, and they face circumstances, we face circumstances, and if we don't do something about it, I sure as hell don't see a lot of other people who are willing to do it. So if it has to be us, it will be us. So, yeah, I take that completely seriously. 
No, and, the, the, and, you know, when you set up a system where you force, you know, these inferior creatures into school with regular humans at gunpoint, and then the, the, the white kids get their heads beaten in, I mean, something is, is fundamentally wrong with that. And we need to be talking about it and fighting back. And <laughs> there ain't no other way, no way out through the Jew. I, I said on day one, and I say it today, no way out but through the Jew. The Jew is the one who's created this. They refounded America in the 60s to benefit them, and they destroyed everything. They kept the outward form, but they replaced the contents. And so uh, <laughs> the new America serves the Jews and is hostile to the descendants of the original founders. And, yeah, we, we are the, uh, the resistance to that. Do Nobody we drop better. out there, Jeff, or are we on? I'm still here. Okay. We uh, and you're right, Alex. Nobody benefits from uh, forced schools, you know, in integration. Uh, nobody benefits that from that, uh, but the Jew. And that's right. You know, and, and like, taking taxes from the white parents at gunpoint to ship the kid to a, a integrated school at gunpoint, and then teaching them bullshit about how we're the land of freedom. Yeah, that kills me because I've found out recently that that was my old army unit. I was in the hundred and first. Wow, and that's that, yeah. that's who I understand did that. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I read that somewhere. And know. Eisenhower sent him into Little Rock, and there's a famous picture of these, you know, white girls in their in their. I don't know the name of that skirt that they wore, but they were very poodle you know, skirts, I think. Po uh, poodle, poodle poodle skirt, uh, hoop skirts or something. Hoop oh, hoop, maybe hoop skirts, maybe poodle skirts, but, uh -huh. but they're very broad and it's very civilized, sort of old-fashioned way. And forcing them at gunpoint into school with these feral niggers. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, these, these are creatures straight out of the jungle. And what's ensued? Whites got to pay double to send their kids to private schools in the U.S. It's it's absolutely outrageous. And I want to jump in here. We need lawyers to to. To, to help us set these yeah. schools up. Well, we've well, see what they've done. Uh, you may not know up in Canada what they've done in the U.S. In, in the South, which is where most of the blacks are. Uh, they the whites all retreated, or the higher end whites retreated to private Christian academies, because you know the blacks are half the population down there in a couple of those states, and there are a large percentage in others. Up north, there weren't so many, so the whites could still go to some of the public schools. But basically, the whites are taxed twice to pay for. <laughs> They pay for the bad public education and, and a semi-decent private education, and it's just utterly unfair. It's crazy. It's not in our. It's not in our interest. We have no political connection to Jews or blacks whatsoever. Right, and that ties into forming our own money system, where we again need lawyers to, to like like Edgar J. Steele, if I remember him correctly. He said, "We can't do it. We just can't call it money, but we need the details. We need to know how to set it up exactly and start using it." Well, I, I, yeah, and I think that goes to, uh, I think, really, I think we need about a dozen lawyers and maybe a, a dozen non-lawyers who are legitimate elite and will be accepted that way by the mass of white America to form a group that is consciously, you know, this is the founding group of a new America and uh, a new head for, for <laughs> the mass of, of the Aryan body politic. And that group will be able to fight not only defensively but proactively. It will be able to fight for the white cause and be recognized in the same way that Al Sharpton and all these other clowns and CAIR are for the Muslims and begin to fight back. And around that we can wrap uh, armies, we can wrap uh, auxiliary units in, in a thousand different ways, coming up with our own money, uh, our own real estate, uh, what have you. But we need to do it, and now is the time to do it. And I wish I knew a dozen lawyers in white nationalism down here, but you know maybe some of those Canadians are, even though they're not in America, uh, 
there does need to be some sort of North American organization doing that. Um, every other group has it. And we've been doing media for a number of years, but we need to go even farther than that. That's just the basis is Internet discussion. All right. Well, look, if anyone has any, any closing comments tonight uh, in terms of chat messages or, or, um, or Alex and Tom, now's the time I'll, I'll need to shut down the, the show here in a few minutes. We've been going for about four hours, four hours plus, I think. Yeah, I, I really don't, but I'd like to thank uh, uh, Yankee Jim, as, as always, for coming on, and, and especially Tom for, for telling us, uh, giving us a firsthand report on what it's like to stand up to uh, Jewish tyranny in Canada and salute him for doing that, and, and let's, let's get that thread going with Lemire on there and, and support real active fighting back against the system. I agree. Mark Lemire, M-A-R-C, L-E-M-I-R-E, and that's Canadian, was it Canadian Free Speech? Uh, just a sec here. Is it Cafe Association for Canadian? Yes, CanadianFreeSpeech.com. CanadianFreeSpeech.com. And, and there's a link there about how you can help there. Yes, there's a support, support us link, and it gives address to, uh, to Cafe, which is the, the group run by, by Paul Fromm, who's, uh, who's helping us in legal matters. And you'll also... I have I I gave some money to Tom uh, when he was having some troubles. I sent some money orders up there uh, to donate to his legal defense fund, and in in return they'll, they'll send you. Paul Fromm will send you uh, like their newsletter uh, every month, and so you can you can read all about the outrages that go on in Canada. So uh, you know if you want some more literature to read, uh, that that's a good way to get it. And it's it's never annoying or, or you know it's not junk mail or anything like that. So uh, check out Canadian CanadianFreeSpeech.com. I uh, met Mr. Fromm uh, about nine months ago down in Jersey. He's he's a hell of a nice guy, and he's very genuine. Hell of a nice guy. Yeah, he was fired from his job for giving a speech at a so-called Nazi rally. Uh, number of years ago uh, but it was perfectly legitimate what he did he did it on his own time and, yeah. um, well, but you know, someone ratted him out what he did and then he lost his job that he was employed like 20 years as an English teacher in high school so yeah. so well, we have some angry teachers there too and, and those people know what Canada looked like you know before and they want it back they want it like I said I want the Dominion back even I haven't seen it but, but I want it back it's yeah. definitely better how they explain it was definitely better than, than what we have now here. Well, that's good to know that there are teachers that are angry and, and can actually understand what's going on up there. Uh, I mean, how could you not want the Great White North back? How could you not want that? And with that, uh, I'll thank you guys for having me on and keep up the good work and good luck, Tom. Nice to Thanks. talk to you. I've never, I've never talked to you. I never met you. I'm sure we'll meet one day. Jeff, well, if, if, if a state, if a state, uh, any state in the United States uh, breaks away, uh, I'll come and join you. Well, we're we're sure living in some interesting times. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. You, I know you probably wouldn't want to risk this, Tom. But um, I was I was curious. You know, if if you traveled down to the states and you called, you know, if you traveled across the border in the United States and made a call to the show. Um, 
if he, you know made a call <laughs> on the show and spoke uh you know you know perhaps uh, uh in, a, in a different manner um I wonder if you'd be in trouble in Canada. Uh, I don't know. I don't ever remember signing up for this slavery. I don't. I don't think <laughs> I ever did. You know. You know what's funny? I I referred to you. Um, you know what I was thinking? Oh, Alex, remember really I was well. when I was on the GF on the on Goyfire the first time, and, yeah. and I kept going after you. You you kind of on the show that you broadcast, you kind of cut me off. But after that, I kept going and going, and, and I mentioned that. Um, Something about the Constitution that the First Amendment shouldn't be an amendment; it should be actually an integral part of the Constitution. But I was also thinking that people, even even, let's say we form our own white nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to allow freedom for our kids. Also, like we can't suck and blow, so we have to let them choose. Like, listen, you reach this age, you, you can choose. Do you want to live under this system? And and you would have to allow them to say no. I I I like what these communists created, and and you would have to let them go. Yeah, well, you, you, you would know, have I believe to when, when they founded the Constitution. I don't think they would want to, but but we have to allow them, and we have to basically ask people like, do you want to live under this Constitution? If if you don't like this point or that point, fine, go and form your own nation if you think you can make a superior nation. Uh, and I think this way, too many people who think like that is that everybody want, as soon as they get the power, they want to boss everyone else around. But you know, when they set up those th- the Bill of Rights and those amendments, they I believe kind of did that as an afterthought. They thought it was so self-evident that it was only it was only thanks to someone saying, "Hey, let's make these explicit." They thought everyone would just recognize. They would assume they would know that they had the right to free speech. Well, my God, if they had <coughs> if they hadn't written it out in those ten, we wouldn't even have the little freedom we do have. Because it's obviously pretty contrary to way, the way a lot of people think, even in white nationalist circles. No criticism, you know. The minute I can ban it, I'm banning it. It's just weakness. It, to, to, the desire to ban all criticism is not a well, strength. It's I sort of attacked you there, Alex, and, and you. you oh took no, it I, I don't. We. I don't remember. I really don't remember, honestly, what you were talking about on the Goy fire. It may. It, I would. We wouldn't have cut anything unless there was some kind of technical problem or something. I no, no, I sort of kept going, and you had new guys so. coming over. And so, and, but anyway, I just wanted oh. to make that point that, that people should be allowed to... to like e- Most people today, they're born into slavery, basically. Whether you're an American citizen or a Canadian citizen, you, you're born into slavery. I didn't sign up to pay income tax. Oh, I, ne- I, I never made any it. agreement with the government where they can then steal my money. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- wh- when did I do that? Uh, I don't even know if I'm if I'm a Canadian citizen because I, d- I do have Canadian citizenship. I signed I signed it when I was bil- uh, you know uh, underage, so I don't mm. think that counts. I don't even know if legally I could be considered a Canadian citizen. Well, you maybe, know, maybe I'm not. I don't know. If I'm if if you're if you were not or there's anything technically wrong, you see what they did to Zundel. They probably yeah. deport you to Poland or something. Maybe maybe the, maybe the I'd like to be deported yeah. to Poland. Well. <laughs> That, that's their proven history, and the, and the U.S. people go along with them. They went along with that in uh, Zundel, and also, what was it, Hendrik Mervis? I forget his last name. They, they kick him out for any reason. They just say the U.S. protections don't apply, even though you're here. You know, maybe I'd like to go to Poland. And I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually thinking really hard that once I pay up my bills, mm-hmm. I think I'll split. I, I, we got Radio Maria uh, at home, um, and, and certain groups really, really hate it. Uh, but I like to watch it sometimes, uh, uh, just because they they put up on uh, these these white children choir groups, 
and it's yeah. just such a pleasure seeing so many white kids, uh, light, light-haired, blondes, and, and singing beautifully. Uh, just such a contrast with, with the crap that they put on, on TV here. Like, like is that oh. they, is that a TV as well as a radio? Yes, it's yes TV and radio. And I they think one of our guys wrote some about them in that Roman Catholic report I mentioned. They also talked about that in one of their shows, one of their podcasts. So yeah, they, yeah, they that's hate a, that's a good resource for it. Polish Catholics. Yes. And but but they they let they let uh, uh, they let uh, Mr. Novak. He sees like Polish. He's like the Polish uh, McDonald. Uh huh. Yeah, he's like the Polish version of Mr. McDonald. What's his first name? Uh, I forgot his first name. Sorry. But it's, it's Novak. It's, no, it's Novak. He, he's a intellectual, a academic. Yeah, yeah. They they fired him from uh, some university position. Uh, but Robert Novak. Yeah, Is that might that be Robert? No, no. I'm not means, sure. He means she means someone in in Poland, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. And, and he was he was Radio fired. Maria is a describe the background. Radio Maria is like a Polish. Uh, it's, it's a Polish out of the parishes over there, I believe. Yeah, uh, they they make fun of it because it was basically financed by by uh, elderly ladies. Uh, they, he st- a priest started with a radio, uh-huh. and over time he built a, such a large community that that now he's uh, broadcasting over satellites. And to the states and Canada, and, and, and this and is not Jew-controlled media; it's Jew-free media, right? This is the capital. Yes, Polish over TV, radio and over TV TV. and newspapers. Yes, that's so great. That's they're doing what we're trying to do. It's up their way ahead. They got a lot yeah. more. How many Polacks does it take to run a radio station? <laughs> Little, you got to try to laugh. You're a hater, Yankee you, Jim. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. We don't know. We don't know. Tom might be very sensitive to that kind of. Hey, thing. if you told a Polish <laughs> joke, if if you hey Tom Tom, if you told a if I told if you told a Polish joke in in uh, Canada, would you be breaking some kind of a law? Would you, would <laughs> yes, actually, Poland? I would be. I would. Be. <laughs> Is this, uh, they throw you in jail for hating yourself? Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's insane. Don't love yourself enough. And you're probably to... you're probably not even <laughs> kidding, are you? No, I'm not. You <laughs> couldn't <laughs> even tell a Polish <laughs> joke. You better not. For fear of offend, oh boy! Yeah, that that is truly satirical. <laughs> people do it. People do it among themselves, of course. But yeah. but uh, well, I'm sure they you know, tell other kind of jokes among themselves also. Oh, I mean, absolutely. how could you not? How could you not? People like jokes, and they, it's mostly it's not that funny if it wasn't true. You know, stereotypical and truth to it. A lot of them. That's what makes it funny. Yeah, it's, it's funny true, because it's, funny. it's was that on Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony it's funny goes, it's, it's funny true. because it's true. Yeah. Millhouse, <laughs> yeah, got to say it in the Millhouse voice. Tomorrow's I'm gonna, gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say good night, gentlemen. But before I do, I just uh, found an unusual article, and I posted it on VNNForum.com in the news section of the This Just In, and it's entitled "Unhappy as a Boy." Kim became the youngest ever transsexual at the age of 12, and oh I'll leave God. you guys with that. That was over in the UK. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. I'm signing off. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Oh, my pleasure. And keep keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Yankee Jim. Talk to you guys later. Matter of fact, we really need to sign off uh, right now, too. Yeah, better hit the sock, too. uh, Well, thanks, Jeff, for hosting and and Tom for coming on. And uh, I hope this has been instructive for people who don't understand the real situation in Canada. Mm -hmm. And I'll end with a quote from you, Alex. Uh, um, one who rebel white teen, become a white nationalist. And call and get our paper, and, and then you pass it out among your peers, and you'll see what we mean by that. All right. Good night, folks. Later. Right, good night, Bye. guys.
Vanguard Radio. No Jews. Just right. <laughs>